Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, episode 21. This is the fun cast. We're going to hit a bunch of different topics here, uh, keep it more a little lighthearted. Again, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it and listening to the old podcasts. Um, again, let us know how we're doing, what you want us to talk more about. We will talk more about it or less about. Uh, maybe we'll cut something. Who knows? Uh, how can people get a hold of us, Joey? Hit us up in our DMs on Instagram and Twitter at Heartland Pulse on Facebook and YouTube. Just search Pulse of the Heartland. We're on all the major, major, Jesus, uh, podcasting outlets, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart. Listen with your friends. Hit us up for that anchor link. Uh, go ahead, spread the good news. Let us know. Let all your friends know uh, about the podcast and all the other dumb shit that we do. All right. Well, Joey, what are you sipping on? As you can tell, I've got some vodka going since I just stumbled through all of that. But uh, yeah, vodka and Diet Coke for the evening. You did warn us that you, you poured it pretty strong. I didn't mean to. I got a nice bottle of Absolute for Christmas. And yeah, it's stronger than the $10 stuff that I buy at the gas station. Nice. Because mm-hmm. I'm a cheap ass. <laughs> all right, Homer Bryant, what are you drinking? Brian, he, must be on. Brian must be drinking pip juice. Right. <laughs> oh, I, I, I actually have the issue of my mic that can mute now, so I'm not burping and <laughs> anymore. No, I'm I'm doing a I'm doing Barntown again here. It's actually and th- this is the one more than the chocolate milk one I did. It's called Hop Tart, and the can looks like a freaking box of Pop Tarts there. So oh it's actually gosh. does have a Pop Tart on it. So. No, it's a mm-hmm. it's sour it's a sour IPA which I know Joey hated. He tried it, but I don't know. I absolutely love it. Well, I all right. I didn't hate it. I said it's got really good flavor, but it's not my cup of tea. Like there's a lot of good flavor in it. it I just did not like it. Yeah. But have you ever put butter on a pop tart? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get the reference, do you? No. Oh my! All right. Well, we'll put the video up on. Uh, on the Twitter. Okay. Yes. I'm on it right now. It's a family. It's it's family. Uh, Good call. I'm on it. All right. Uh, Ryan, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm uh, going with some Jack Daniels, Tennessee honey. Oh, nice. Dude, they've really been not only just uh, Jack Daniels honey, uh, every whiskey company now is making these honeys and peaches. I mean, I'm a big old pussy when it comes to drinking whiskey, but I absolutely love all the like that's the type of stuff I can just drink on the rocks and find feel like a little bit of a man when you're saying you're drinking whiskey. Yeah, and I hate Jack Daniels, but their Tennessee honey is very good. Mm-hmm. Clark, what are you drinking? I'm feeling a little cowboyish still. I'm I'm working on more of that Pendleton whiskey. You're just waiting for the rodeo to start down there in Kansas. That's right. All right. Trent, what are you sipping on? I am drinking a Hayloft Hefeweizen from Take 16 Brewing Company in Laverne, Minnesota. 
Nice. Uh, had one more of these left over from a podcast, I don't know, last week or the week before. Pretty good. Take 16, you said, huh? Take 16 Brewing. Yep, Laverne, Minnesota. It's just, just east of Brandon, maybe 20 miles or so. Nice. I will get those in Barntown. Shout it out. Any, uh, do you want me to shout out Jack Daniels there, Brian, or Ryan? You may as well. Come on. <laughs> the, official, the official whiskey of Sturgis, you better. Right. <laughs> I'll do that and a little absolute. And you're still doing Pendleton, you said? That is correct. Cool. Got I will get everyone. Fucking horse. <laughs> nice. Hey, Trent, this is a little random here, but I, I forgot to have you get me something when I was back this weekend. Uh, what was that? Some Black Mamba, some Venom. Oh, yeah. They do I, have it in the convenience stores around here. Yeah, I, that up I at, can see it. Do you pick that up at the Red Garter in Wichita? <laughs> no, that, there's a lot of things you pick up there. That is not one of them. <laughs> no, this is an energy drink. It's a full-size 16-ounce energy drink for 99 cents. Yep. And oh, Ryan and I, it, it's good. It, I, it's we like very the good. Yeah, when we were in school for nuclear medicine up here, Ryan and I drank the crap out of it. That's how we survived. Okay, that I, explains a lot. I, I wasn't <laughs> sure if you guys were talking about venom. One of my coworkers just turned on me onto that like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, because I always get the the monsters, the 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 white cans specifically. Yep, yep. And lately, I've been doing those venoms, and it tastes like old school monster, but not as like shitty. And, and also, <laughs> the other thing is like for a dollar, I will be okay with it's still good. Like, like I said, it, it's good. It tastes like cherry. The one I got was like cherry monster, but I, I don't know for, for a dollar. You can't beat that. It's like those Arizona no, iced teas. It's so good. It's, yeah. It's like a 16 ounce is a dollar. Whereas like the eight ounce red bulls are what? Two fifty. Yep. Yep. So yeah, we're just being thrifty. We're saving yeah. money. Hey, we got through college. We couldn't afford red bull in college. We had to go with the black mama. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into this thing. First up, we do have some smoker talk. Sounds like Clark did a few things on the smoker this past week. Well, I, uh, if by few you mean blocks of cream cheese, yes. That is the only thing I put in my smoker this week. <laughs> I already had the pulled pork and the chicken prepared. I'd smoke those in past cooks. I always take my leftovers, freeze them, and save them for a a good recipe like chili and chicken noodle soup. That's what I did this past weekend. Had the house full of family. So made made a big meal. Uh, I throw, like to throw pulled pork in my chili, and uh, that smoked chicken just goes great for some chicken noodle soup. Um, I changed up my chili a little bit this weekend. Didn't really like it. I, I added red beans and an extra can of chili beans, and it just uh, it was off. It, the balance was gone. I got. I got to take those back out. Why would you change up award-winning chili? Uh, just to me. Just to try something <laughs> a little different. I mean, it was okay, but what? What did Joey not, say? Not it sounds better. He did. Yeah, I like the spicier. But we I mean, we do, we don't. Clark doesn't need that opinion. There, silver medal. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I still am pissed at everyone that didn't even try my jelly. Don't get me going. That, that's the, where Joey, uh, just next time you have to be the alpha of the office and you have to put your chili pot, just deliberately move other people's pots of chili and just put yours as the first one. Yep. No, next time what I'm going to do is give a seminar beforehand on how to test chilies at a chili kebab. 
so that every fucking stupid ass person that didn't do it right, yes, you know who I'm talking about if you listen to the podcast, uh, didn't <laughs> do it right, and you can do it right next time, and I win, because like I should have. He's going to oh, send out that must-read critical email beforehand. <laughs> I will do the Dwight Schrute office memo. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, I was just going to say, Joy, that's what I've learned from America the last couple years, is when you blatantly look someone in their eye and say, no, you're wrong about this and I'm right, then they definitely start listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Smoker Talk. <laughs> um, I will say those smoked cream cheeses were a huge hit. Uh, nobody in the family had ever had anything like that. Just mm. so I took the block of cream cheese, just put a little uh, barbecue rub on there, put it on some foil, put it in the smoker, gave it a couple hours there at 250 degrees on the smoke, brought them out, put them out with uh, some Ritz crackers, and they disappeared. What nice. what rub did you use? Uh, I had some. Our butts are smoking uh, honey chipotle. And then I had the Plowboys, my favorite. Nice. That sound delicious. This is kind of out of left field as well, because I'm part of the TikTok generation. Does anyone use Dano's rub? Because that is the only rub I've ever heard of in my life, because that is what everyone's recipes on TikTok says. Dano's. I've never heard of Dano's. Well, th- th- then I guess it's not pop, but yeah, just Danos and th- like everyone swears by it. Everyone that makes any type of smoking or, or really any recipe like that, that's their like secret spice is just Danos. On TikTok? That's yeah. That's because I TikTok thought... isn't real. Us real smokers use real rubs. Is uh, Tony's Creole and... called something else up there in Iowa or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's called Lowry's, I think, or Cookies or something. <laughs> cookies, yeah. <laughs> cookies Flavor Enhancer. There you go. I mean, from Wall Lake, Iowa. Now that uh-huh. I have heard of. I did not know there was a different rub until I moved down here. And I'm like, oh, wait, people outside of Iowa use other things? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be let's be real honest though. If someone said you could only lose, use Lowry's. You could get by with it. It wouldn't be the greatest thing, but you're not going to have bottom of the barrel either. That's can I all still, I grew up with. Yeah. Can I still use salt and pepper with Lowry's or just Lowry's? Sure. Okay. If I can use all three, yes, I could live on that. But if I could only pick one thing, it'd be salt. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you on that, dude. What What is it that you would always put Lowry's seasoned salt on? Oh, you name it. Uh, I'm like that Frank's Red Hot woman. I put that shit on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Pop- popcorn. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Popcorn. popcorn. That's what I say. Growing up, if there's a bag of popcorn being made, you had to have that Lowry's yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. What? And yeah. now that we're grown up and have all these other uh, spices and yeah. rubs, man, I just thought of that, even though I don't eat popcorn. But... Hey, I- uh, Trent. You want to know a secret here concerning Lowry's? Mm-hmm. All my pulled pork for the wedding, whenever I pulled it apart and put it with apple juice in mm-hmm. the foil pans before yep. I froze, I put Lowry's on it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Good call. Perfect. Yep. I still do cookies flavor and answer on my, all my popcorn. Really? I think I'm, I'm going to have to walk away for a couple minutes and make a bag of popcorn while you guys. I'm going to have to get me some game. cookies. Dude, we, we need the live impressions here, Brian. Yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll be right back. You guys keep talking about smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cookies is dope. I always stock up when I go back home. And I just found out that our high V's down here finally fucking carry it. So, yeah, I buy the shit out of it every time I go. 
Yeah, so I did not do anything on the smoker. I just, uh, my dad came up for the weekend and he brought some Tiefenthaler brats. Uh, so I just did those on the propane grill. Um, don't know if you're familiar with those, but they're skinless brats uh, from Holstein. Are they from Holstein? Yeah. Yeah, Holstein, Iowa. And I don't know, people go crazy over them. Like people drive long distance just to get, go to Holstein to get those. So, so but I think you can find them in like high V's now. So I've got a question. If they're skinless, does that mean they don't explode in your mouth and volcano burn your in, <laughs> inside of your mouth? They do not. So much is true. Well, what's, what's the fun in that? <laughs> it's like when you don't use a condom for the first time. You're, <laughs> when you just have the meat in your mouth, it is amazing. <laughs> I just walked back from popcorn. I heard without a condom. About, what in the hell? I'm gone for 45 seconds and we turned to condom talk. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> it's just, there's no meat explosion. It just goes places. I, don't know I feel like so with joy with that comment if if joy was not on the podcast we wouldn't have to have the explicit tag on this thing yeah. <laughs> that's probably pretty fucking true uh, uh, joey did you do anything or you were in des moines yeah we were in des moines uh we didn't do anything on the smoker uh, i just took meat and cheese and what did we do fry oh we got exile brewery uh in Des Moines, we got their food Friday night, which if you're ever in Des Moines and looking for a place to have good beers, they do have really good beers. We didn't get any from them, but uh, their food is to die for. It, their truffle fries, I believe at least two in our group only got truffle fries for their meal, but I got the uh, Cubano sandwich. Oh, good shit. Um, I've been there before and got a real fancy meal and got their pork shoulder. Just melts in your mouth. It's good stuff. But Exile is one of those as well. And again, I'm a sucker mostly for the cans, but the names of stuff as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, didn't someone get Jesus on a forklift? No, they were out. They looked for it. That was it. Yeah. I would yeah. say that that was one of those. You see the name. It's like, I don't even care if I, I, I can't remember if it's a stout or IPA. It doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. I, like once I see that type of name, I'm, I'm drinking it, whether it's good or bad. <laughs> right. Exactly. Jesus on a forklift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They had a little imagery with it too. I'll I'll have to look it up and send it to the group here. Yeah, all their cans are cool as shit. They uh they got a lot of different stuff on their cans. But uh, one thing I did want to mention, my sister in law made an olive loaf. Um, so it's basically like garlic bread with olives in it. Oh my god, that was amazing. Also, but then Ronley King, he's been on here before on the Combat Sports Podcast, and we've mentioned his group, uh, the Corey Waller and the Wicked Things. But uh, they, he made Little Smokies, bacon wrapped Little Smokies in the oven, then put them in the crock pot with some brown sugar. Jesus, I'm pretty sure I got diabetes from that. So <laughs> it was awesome. It was good stuff. Yeah, we had good food all weekend. Uh, Betsy, one of our other friends, made uh, meatball sub sliders. Those were delicious too. It was just a good weekend for food. And Ryan, do you smoke anything this weekend? No, I was on Sioux Falls, dude. You saw me. That's right. I did I, see you this I weekend. Didn't, I didn't bring my smoker along. You know that. I mean, Ryan and I <laughs> have seen each other, what, three times in the last, like, eight months. That's Something that's, like that, yeah. That's the most since you moved from Kansas. Well, yeah, it took a while for you to move back to South Dakota, but you did the right thing finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
you didn't you didn't drag the smoker out to whatever uh golf simulator you're at let be like hey guys i gotta light this up you know trent's going. closer he could have brought it himself to the simulator that's what, that's what i was, I was gonna ex- have to do the work i know yeah i should have threw it in we could have done something up real quick there neither yeah. of you got barbecue from somewhere else at the simulator or anything like that like nope we just have beers Disappointed as shit. In just some, right just some Michelob Goldens. Just beer. That's it. Michelob Gold. Uh, in cans? <laughs> bottles. Oh, these are bottles. Oh, man, I love the cans, how they have like the extra perforation around everything. They're, they're not ribbed anymore. What? Cans aren't. The bottles oh, are. The bottles they're are. are. They're not what? Ribbed. They're not ribbed for his pleasure? Nope. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of condoms. <laughs> no the bot the, the bottles are though so go find you some bottles joey yeah no shit so that's one of my biggest memories of my grandfather uh before he passed away i mean just growing up in general he always had Michelob golden and then jack daniel or black velvet sorry uh in the fridge and you go to grab a beer and just you got the extra ribbing on the outside and you're like oh these are cool cans maybe want to drink beer and then you know like 10 years down the road he just Gives them all to you. So that's fine. Yeah. I remember when we were like in college, they were still mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when they made the change, but yeah, yeah. the bottles now. Huh. Sad. All right. Yeah. I, I would also like to report before we move on to anything else. Um, Lowry's on popcorn, pretty damn good. I got a, a big old bowl of it right next to me now. <laughs> See? I, 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 I mean, it makes sense. It's just putting more salt on popcorn, which I love. But I, I, millionaires, I wouldn't have thought of doing that, man. Like, I oh. always think, like, Lowry's, it's meat, not popcorn or anything. Well, the best thing about Lowry's by itself is it's still a little sweet. So it helps with popcorn uh, tremendously. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So with popcorn, popcorn talk, what <laughs> is your favorite microwavable popcorn? Oh, uh, that movie butter from Pop Weaver or whatever. Like, the big brand movie butter one. Okay. Yeah. Big brand and then double butter it. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Yep. So, <laughs> in my old age, I've come around. I love kettle corn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just that sweet kettle corn. I don't know. You put a little Lowry's on that. Mm, nothing better. See, nothing I had better than that while watching Matlock and Murder She Wrote. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been Golden Girls lately. Thank you. Oh, oh Betty White. Betty White. Man, five white guys in their thirties just said R.I.P. Betty White. <laughs> God damn. We are uh, typically white. Yes, kettle corn to me. I I've had two bags of it that weren't fresh, like made at some event or something, and it was burnt. But the fresh stuff you get, like uh, Fort Dodge. Had the Fort Museum, and they always have Frontier Days, and you can get all the kettle corn that you could ever eat there, and it's always amazing. But I've only had it in bags twice, and it hasn't been good. But uh, I'm glad that you know you like it, and that it's good when you oh, make yeah. it at least. Delicious, nice. <laughs> nice. I haven't had popcorn in probably 15 years. Uh, ah, yeah. problems. Yeah. I guess that's what you get for, you know, having a colon that's trying to kill you or something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nerd. (laughs) Uh, I will say that my brother got a popcorn machine, I don't know, 
five, six years ago for a birthday and Christmas present, and I've since inherited it. And there's nothing better than popcorn out of a popcorn machine. It's yeah, awesome. I, yeah. I love popcorn, but I just it ain't worth it, you know, to me. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so at work in our break room, they have like one of those industrial like popcorn machines that you'd see at like a, a high school basketball mm-hmm. concession stand mm-hmm. in our break room. Yeah. And it, it, when somebody makes popcorn, it just smells so good. So did you ever go into shopper supply with your dad or anything like oh, buy yeah. tools and stuff for that? Oh, yeah. So Mike, shout out to my cousin, Travis. And it, I think a few other members of his family work there. I'm not hundred percent. Anyway, when shopper supply and bomb guard, collided or whatever you want to call it when they went together uh bomb guards bought them out and they decided to buy a new popcorn machine my cousin travis either won a raffle or bought the machine from them and i still don't know if he's cleaned it but that is the best fucking popcorn i've ever had in my life like that is so, so good don't yeah, clean it's like it. cast That's iron the flavor well just seasoned, stays in yeah there. yep it's so good and that's why like my brothers that he gave me, I just try to keep it running. I know I need to clean it, but I'm just letting that oil sit and let it go, baby. Yeah, and they always make it at uh, Eastgate Lanes in Newton, Kansas. Somebody mm. always gets popcorn. They make popcorn always smells good in there during yep. a bowling league. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. who uh, – what's the team that always – I think it was usually the old guys. It's Hillsborough the... Ford. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just pulled them this last week, and we kicked their ass. Just let them know if they're listening. I'm sure that <laughs> big, big pulse of the heartland people. I'm guessing. Yeah, probably. Now, is yeah. there anyone with classic bowling names there, like the Pinheads or anything? Uh, I'm trying to think if there is. Ooh, we we were times roll out there. We were Gary's Angels. If anybody yeah. gets that reference, mm. no. That was Al. That, that was yeah. the the bowling team that Al Bundy was on, married with uh, children. Excellent. And we had a guy named Gary on our team. So, well, yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah. Was there anyone us. named Good Times Roll? No, no. I mean, there, it, splits. It's a small alley. There's only like eleven, 11. teams, so mm. not a lot of opportunities to find those good names. We need to get that create creativity up in Kansas, though. Twenty twenty champs right here. Just, I mean, you roll on down to like North Rock Lanes, where they've got forty eight lanes, and it's the biggest bowling alley in Wichita. Home lanes to some of my favorite pros, Frankie Lavoy. Seeing him there in the flesh. Nice. Uh, you go down there for a league, you're gonna find all those good names. I, I would like to you go anywhere outside the Midwest and brag to them about this is the largest bowling alley in all of Wichita. <laughs> like in Los Angeles, it'd be like, is Wichita even a city? They they wouldn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> no joke. So this place that Ryan and I went to the simulators at this Saturday was a Great Life Suburban. Um, it was bowling alleys. And golf simulators. I think it had four golf simulators and ten bowling lanes. It was a pretty cool little setup mm-hmm. there. Um, and Ryan's brother Kevin informed me that if you are a Great Life member, bowling is free. Ah. So I am not a Great Life member, but uh, you be about to be. Yeah, I mean, bowling's free. He's like, you always have to pay for shoes. So I'm like, well, I'm basically a pro. So I mean, do they have I, any I leagues? Got my own. I don't. I don't know if they do. I didn't really 
look into it, but I doubt it. It was just, I mean, the great life is a huge, like, uh, I don't know. What would you call it? Ryan? Um, I, you know, they own a bunch, like a, they own a bunch of gyms and, and, uh, fitness stuff. golf courses around there. Yeah, so, so a lifestyle company. I don't. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. So they they own it and run it, and so I doubt there's like actually leagues. But they, I don't. Kevin said you have to like if you want to bowl, you got to get your lane reserved like a week in advance. So uh, pretty busy, but I just thought it was cool that it was free. Um, yeah, that'd be really nice. Cool. Yeah, but the simulators uh, they were fun. Me yep. and Ryan and Kevin played played a round of golf. It was kind of nice to go swing the clubs when it was, you know, 20 below wind chill. Yeah, have some Michelob Goldens. That's right. Well, and especially when it gets super cold, those those are it's kind of nice to have that added activity of, hey, I could break out the clubs and my back's not going to be as sore. Or when you're prepping in the spring before it starts getting warm enough, just getting back into it. Or don't they do like winter leagues as well? Yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> golf addiction in Sioux Falls has a winter league. I think Great Life does too. I think Kevin's part of it. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, and it's not the most realistic thing. Obviously, Kevin beat me on it, which he never does out on the course. But um, <laughs> it's it's you get this, you get to swing. That's fun. There you go. Nice. We are going to Top Golf this weekend. I'll see Bryant again. Oh, lucky. Where are you going to that at? <laughs> Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I whatever you'll just be two and a half hours away from me and clark but just another reference to trent being the curse he left and wichita's getting top golf uh well sioux falls has a great shot so it's the same thing that that doesn't seem like it's big enough of a market so that's cool yeah wichita's only talked about it for the last like four years is it bigger than sioux falls yes because I know the Sioux Falls couldn't get one because they didn't have the population, so they made up their own thing. I think Wichita, with the all the suburbs and all that, is like it's almost a half a million people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So quite a bit bigger. Well, if you two want, come on over. We'll be there about six fifteen on Saturday. We'll be in Newton at the yeah. you know the fantasy football party that uh, somebody joined and didn't come to the party for. Hey, pick up my shirt for me and mail it to me. <laughs> I'm going to drink all your beers and eat all the burritos that you paid for. No, God, nice. All $108 worth. Yep. Can you? Damn it. I'm, I'm going to take <laughs> my, say, can you every single bite. I'm going to be like, I'm going to send you a snap and be like, thanks, Joey. Mm. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> That's what we're here for. All right, well, let's uh, keep this thing moving. We'll jump on into basketball, some college basketball. Again, this gets repetitive because it's true. Top 10 is littered with teams from the heartland. Four is Auburn. Purdue's at seven. Nine is at Kansas. Michigan State is 10. And then we have, you know, LSU at 12, ISU 15, and Iowa. They're getting votes. Uh, Baylor, they were number one. They got knocked off. Um Again, well-represented, uh, Iowa State and KU. They faced off tonight because we are recording on a Tuesday night here. Mm-hmm. Um, great game, great finish. Uh, me and Bryant, we have a different opinion than Clark. We would say the wrong team won. Yeah, that is for <laughs> damn sure, man. Clark, since you're the I, winner, what, what's your opinion on it? 
I have no issues being the villain because I am a fan of Darth Vader. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with that here and be uh, the good guys one here. The Empire reigns. Uh, it was a great finish. Those last 30 seconds were, I mean, they made mm-hmm. about three trips down the court. I, Iowa State scored. KU went the other way, scored. Iowa State went down, had an opportunity at three and missed And as time expired. But it was a yeah. great finish. I know there were some <clears throat> questionable things. I, I think there was a goaltending that was possibly missed at some point. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was 100% missed. The ball cannot touch the glass, and then the player hit it. And that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. And, and Thank- you know, if, if the if Kansas won by six, you know, we, we I'd probably go, you know, well, then we shouldn't have been there, you know, or that didn't make the one difference. But when it's a one-point win and there's a goal 10 with less than two minutes left, there's no time to recover for them, and it, and it directly impacts did, the game. Did they review that? No, they didn't no. review it at all. I will say, from one camera angle, I couldn't tell that it had touched the glass yet. Obviously, from the side angle, everybody can tell it's touched the glass. But, mm-hmm. you know, in live action, I can see how they missed that call. I didn't like Iowa State taking a three to tie it or to win it. Yeah. No time. I Go, go to the basket. Uh, well, yeah. they, they, I know they had to rush and on that final possession. I'm watching it in real time right now. Like you said, that that it was thrilling, that 30 seconds going back and forth. But I think it, maybe you try and kick it out one last time here. I, I think it was Brockington. Or yeah, he did kick it out, and then it was just a, a miss on the three. I mean, I, I, I guess you really didn't have a chance for another shot or even another pass. You kind of had to just jack yeah. up at that point. Yeah. Yep. But it was a great game. Um, yeah. You were going to tell me that Iowa State was going to hang tough with KU this yeah. year. Trent, remember, we had two wins it. last year. That's yeah. why I always keep hanging my hat on here. Yeah, I, I'd take it for sure. Well, and yep. it, it, it's a very close qu- and and I'm getting it, it's like I have to refresh myself on all this basketball stuff. But you know, this is a very good quad one win. Uh, you know, away at Kansas, everyone everyone knows how difficult it is to play play in Allen Fieldhouse and the, a brand of Kansas and you know top ten too. So we're competing with them. You, you know, and we beat Texas Tech, who just like we mentioned, upset Baylor. You, you know. Big 12, I, I would argue, I, I mean, I think it's not even actually too bold to say that, you know, you could say the, the national champ is going to be in that conference, and you could be realistically talking about four or five teams right now. Yeah, for sure. The, yeah, the Big 12 is tough. Um, they did have a, what they have, four games tonight. Texas, I mean, they're ranked in the top 25. They beat Oklahoma. Yep. Oklahoma beat Iowa State. Um Texas Tech beats Baylor. Iowa State beats Texas Tech. It's just the league that anybody can beat anybody right now because I think the league is so tough and everybody's halfway good. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, minus like KU, if you're going to say right now this year with how it's starting is if you go 500 in Big 12 play, you're going to be pretty happy because it, it is – I mean, the even the bottom teams, I think it's like TCU, Oklahoma State, and in Kansas State right now, they're no pushovers either. You know, we can keep talking about all the, the defense that they have, but it's going to be a tough grind these next two months until you actually get to the tournament. Is is no one else going to argue that Brian just said that four or five teams out of this conference could be a national champion? Like, No argument. It's, it's, no, I'm just say it's no. 
I, I will give you they're the best conference, but four or five teams in the conference could be national. Come on. So what are you saying? It's more? Like six, seven? No. Yeah. I'll give you Baylor, <laughs> KU. Iowa State played tough. I don't think they got national championship written all over them. I think they got Sweet 16 on them. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But Texas Tech and Texas Tech and Texas, no. Uh, yeah. I'll give you I – mean, Texas I'll give Tech, you, who was in the championship a couple years ago? A couple of years ago, you know how hard it is to go back to back in anything in college basketball. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give you two. Year. I'll give you two, maybe three, and that's. It. I'm not going to give you four or five. Come on. I'll, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be an all Big Twelve Final Four type of guy right now. Yeah, I mean, that's look fine. At, I did that the last two years with the Big Ten. So, <laughs> and look at West Virginia. They're thirteen and two, and they're mm-hmm. not even ranked. Yeah. So that's another team that could be ranked in the Big 12. Yeah, but being ranked doesn't mean they're national championship cal- caliber. Like, if you made me pick anyone out of the top five right now, I would say probably Duke, Michigan State, Kansas have the best shot, uh, maybe Houston. Like, I'm not I'm not going to go much farther than that. I'll service Bri- or Ryan right now and go LSU also, but that's it. Houston's even I would say LSU at number 12 has no chance Houston's big 12 (laughs) yes they do good it's big 12 if they do bad they're still American you know the rules okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I think I Joey I didn't want to speak up but thank you um LSU at number 12 has no shot to get into the elite eight let alone the final four of the championship I I mean what do you mean no shot are you kidding me they're not as good as Auburn. They're not Everybody's as good as Baylor. Everybody's got a shot. I guess any night possible, but being realistic, they're not gonna. They're probably not gonna be Auburn or Baylor or Texas or anything like that. But if I mean, if you're talking about that, I mean, let's be realistic. We're, we're talk- Loyola Chicago ain't gonna make it either, but they fucking did it. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's that's the point I was gonna make here. You know, they might not be as good as Auburn and all that, but in the tournament. You're not going to be playing your own conference in the tournament. They just got to win a few games, get to that elite eight, get to that final four. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still saying they're not going to be. Right. I'm going I, to I know, I know. Bryant's won a lot of picks and stuff on here, but someone's got to start checking his head. <laughs> <laughs> someone's got to start checking his ego at the door because he just keeps rolling with it. He just. So. Beats I'm, I'm too scared to. I, I'm too scared to. If I say something about Joe Burrow, he's gonna. Shut me out of his life forever. Oh man, mm-hmm. you just gotta beat him once in Madden, and then you're fine. Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joey's still oh, hanging man. on that game from 15 years ago. Speaking of beating Brian, I did beat him in Mario Kart this weekend. I know we're not talking esports or anything, but I did beat him in Mario Kart one game this weekend. So, <laughs> there we go. That I felt good, and then I got fourth the next game. But whatever. Well, I know we already hit a little bit on Kansas because they beat the good guys tonight, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple other teams in Kansas playing basketball, so. Yeah, so looking at the Jayhawks, they did take down them sucky Cyclones tonight. Um, <laughs> now, I did not go that far. I won't uh, ever say the Cyclones are sucky. Looking ahead, uh, Saturday, they are playing that West Virginia team. And then next Tuesday, they'll be facing off against the Sooners down there in Norman. So that's what's going on in the Jayhawk world. Uh, Down the road in Manhattan, they are playing tomorrow night against TCU, who is 10-2. and 
I have not updated these records if they played uh, since yesterday. But this weekend, they're facing off against that tough Texas Tech team who has had a big-time surprising win here. They did just beat Kansas, now upset Baylor. So, big game to look forward to for the Wildcats. Don't, then, don't you uh, – uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Don't Doesn't Kansas have that uh, guard? Is he coming back soon? Do you happen to know? I have no idea. Oh, shoot. Okay, because I know, I know Kansas, like I said, it was a close game, but I think they're down one of their starters. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt Wildcat talk, but uh, I, I was just wondering because, like we said, KU being one of those top teams, if they if they weren't at full strength, it'd be crazy to see what they would have done with all their starters here. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what the outlook is on him. Um, back to the Wildcats. Next Tuesday, they are down in Austin taking on the Longhorns. And then – in the American, we've got the Wichita State Shockers. Uh, this past weekend, they went down to Houston. They lost by 10 to uh, the Houston Cougars. And then tomorrow night, they are taking on Tulane at home. They're in Coke Arena in Wichita. They're, Tulane is only 6-7, and seven, so hopefully the Shockers can pull out a win on that. And then um, Sunday, they're bringing Cincy to town, so – Got the Bearcats coming in. It ought to be interesting. Yeah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati they're always a tough AAC team there. But uh, Guess we'll find out if they're a Big 12 team or still an American school this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you, you can have them if they lose. <laughs> <laughs> Jump over to the Big 10. Um, I really haven't uh, watched much Iowa basketball, but I did see that uh, they were playing they're playing Wisconsin the other day Joey they sure did Johnny Davis got the best of them uh, he looked really good goddamn good um, yeah uh, they ended up God damn, I, that's the one score I didn't write down sorry uh, they end up losing 87 78 uh, yeah I, and the Keegan did his best effort Wisconsin just pulled away at the end they're they're really talented and Iowa got beat up down low like they normally do and I think they're going to for the rest of the season unfortunately in the Big Ten uh, they're going to win games but they're also going to lose some games um, yeah Iowa I don't know if they'll ever consistently be ranked in the top 25 I think they'll they're firmly a tournament team but it's going to be a long road in the Big Ten um, Anyone want to touch base on that? Otherwise, I'll go into other Big Ten scores and stuff. Uh, just looking at their schedule, they have Indiana coming up here mm-hmm. on what Thursday, and then Minnesota yep. on like Saturday. Yep. Indiana, what were they like twelve and three, and I think Minnesota's ten and three. So, mm-hmm. I mean, a couple of good teams that they have coming up. Yep. I mean, when you're playing in the best conference in the nation in the Big Ten, uh, you're, <laughs> you're going to run into Big Jesus. Ten teams that are really really good uh no I, I i've already conceded the big 12 is the best conference the big 10 does have tough teams though from top to bottom they're pretty damn good i think we brought up the stat last week about the big 12 the last ranked team in the ken palm was 63 the big 10 was second but it was 114 i mean it wasn't close uh but i mean statistically the big 10 is the second best conference in the nation according to ken palm uh but yeah it week in week out the big 10 is going to be tough even the lower ranked teams and the lower the bottom of the barrel teams are going to have bigs that are going to give iowa some trouble so 
don't be surprised if they lose to the Rutgers or the Penn States of the world. But uh, yeah, they, they will compete with the upper echelon also. Um, and as far as that goes, uh, Indiana, Ohio State, uh, Indiana beat them 65-51. So there goes one of the Big, big Ten's premier ranked teams. Um, they lost to them last Thursday. Illinois beat Maryland. Um, yeah, other upsets. I don't think there are any. Purdue beat Penn State. And other teams have bounced back. Wisconsin's on a roll. They've won two in a row. It'll be a good week going on in Big Ten. Uh, Michigan State, Minnesota happens. And Ohio State, Wisconsin. That's a big game on Thursday. So 16-13. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, that's uh, basically the Big Ten wrap-up for what I got anyway. Who you got in that game, Wisconsin or Ohio State, Joy? Man, Johnny Davis looks good. Uh, I'll take Wisconsin. I just need to know who to put some money on tomorrow. I haven't looked at the games yet. Yeah, I I would take – yeah, I like Wisconsin in that, to be honest with you. So let's jump over to the SEC, LSU. They're they're starting to roll right now. Yep, both men's and women's are 12th. I'm going to go a step above uh, Bryant and say all 14 teams could win the championship, <laughs> including the <laughs> um, Yeah, they, they play Florida. They just beat Tennessee the other night. They play Florida on tomorrow. They're going to be without one of their best players, so we'll see how that goes. But he'll be back for Arkansas on Saturday. Um, the, the game, did you guys watch any of the Auburn versus uh, Alabama game just now? I had it on in the background. Uh, mm-hmm. I was more paying attention to Illinois whooping up on Nebby, but whoop, whoop. Yeah. Auburn uh, just barely slid by. It was a really good game. So, like I said, all 14 teams have a chance of winning the championship, and <laughs> see how it plays out. <laughs> LSU looks like they have a couple games against not ranked opponents, which is rare on their schedule. Well, and they were previously. Both of them were previously ranked earlier in the season, so they're, yep. they've dropped down. Um, then they're back against Alabama and Tennessee again, so yep. it'll they'll all be tough games. And then they play TCU on the 29th, Big 12 school, so they're, you know, TCU, national title contender. Yeah. Big 12. Yep. We'll see how real LSU really is when they play TCU, number like nine in our conference right when now. When they have this play a – Bottom feeder in the Big 12 TCU. Good yeah. luck, LSU. <laughs> <laughs> the boys from the Heartland will be right back. All right, so let's jump into the NFL here. Um, got some playoffs coming up. The wild card weekend starts on Saturday. Um, we're going to go through, we're going to give our picks for all these games and mine will all be correct. <laughs> I'm not feeling too good. I, I've agreed I, with you. On I think we've, games, Trent. <laughs> I think we've got about, oh, eight weeks that say otherwise. Well, those were just practice. Check, check the history sheets there, folks, before those, you take Trent's word for it. Those were just practice. That, that's the regular season, right? This is the postseason. Uh, this yeah, is we're talking about, about playoffs. If we were talking about playoffs, the uh, three and five Nelson team wouldn't be in. So <laughs> Seven teams get in from each conference. There's only five of us, so I'm <laughs> yeah. comfortably in. 
okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, do we just want to run down our picks here for for the game? Uh, if we do, Bryant well, is up since he is the number one seed. Well, I was going to say, for the first game we're all going to be looking at is the Raiders at the Bengals. That's going to be 3.30 on Saturday on NBC. So the Bengals are the favorite in this game by five and a half points in Cincinnati. Um, what do you guys think about this matchup? Well, so I, would say, I guess I don't, I don't know how we're doing it if I'm going first or whatever. I mean – yeah, after I would say after the Raiders, we kind of talked to them last week how they've gotten rid of all their toxic <laughs> coaches, players, things like that. They're kind of riding a high. Cincinnati, on their other hand, they had to rest last week and they lost to the Browns. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think the Raiders are going to keep it going at least another week here. Um, Cincinnati can't rely on the referees to bail them out on another game versus an AFC West team. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here nodding along, agreeing with everything Brian's saying right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Team stripes, baby. Both the refs and the Bengals. Let's do this shit. Uh, they're they're going to need it, bud. That's what it takes. Big throw Joe is going to go off in this game. Um, I've got a bold prediction for this game coming up later. Just a little teaser. But, uh, yeah, I know, Ryan, you got on here. Go, Joe, go. I don't know if that's me or Joe Burrow, but I'm going to assume it's me. It's both of you guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe Burrow, obviously the best quarterback in the AFC at the moment. Cincinnati <laughs> easily wins this one. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can only assume he'll probably get 600 yards passing and three rushing touchdowns. So. He's not even the best quarterback in that game. Mm-hmm. That's what you think. Oh, okay. That's, that's ridiculous. Write it down. Write it down, Ooh. Derek. Car is going to outperform here. Is that, I'm just saying right that, now. Is that Clark's bold prediction for the weekend? It is not my bold prediction, but okay. you write it down because it's freaking true. Yeah. Joe Burrow never won an NFL playoff game. Just a fact. That's right. He's That's never right. been in one. He's never had the ability, <laughs> to, but he did one. Did have potentially the greatest season in NCAA history. So. I do believe the last time the Raiders made the playoffs, Carr laid his body on the line to get him there. So. Mm-hmm. The last time the Bengals were in the playoffs, Joe Burrow was probably an infant. So, I don't think he was born yet. It was '92 yeah. when they were in the playoffs last, or one in the playoffs. One, one a playoff. That's what I meant. Yeah, good call. Yeah. And he probably wasn't. Good call. That's and twenty. I'm... Oh no, that was twenty. Thirty. Jesus, so... those thirty years. God damn it, we're old. Yeah. <laughs> good lord. Yeah, Joe Burrow was born in 1996. So what we got here so far? Bryant's taking the Raiders. Ryan's got Cincy. I'm with Bryant. Freaking Raiders. Let's go, baby. Joey. Joey's Cincy, and Trent is the tiebreaker. Cincy. Boo! <laughs> Shades of Andy Dolphin with the red rocket there, Trent. Cincy is going to do it, man. Uh, Joe Burrow, again. Oh yeah, no, I just best. love set, setting ourselves ahead of the pack here with that first game, Brian. What do you? Oh, think? absolutely. Well, the two we're gonna... AFC West homers pick the AFC West team because <laughs> it's the best division. Speaking of setting yourselves ahead of the pack, uh, let's let Trent do the next game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next game, Patriots and the Bills, seven fifteen on CBS on Saturday. Um, the Patriots, they are the underdog four and a half points. I'm picking the Patriots. 
Mm-hmm. Any uh, reasoning for it? Against Belichick? I mean, come on. Belichick in the playoffs. That's that's where I'm at on this game. Not, not Mac Jones or anything like that? Belichick in the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> I'll accept it. Yep. Joe? Dude, I'm gonna... better, be, better be changing that pick. No. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Josh Allen lights him up. Him and Stephon Diggs have a big game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that defense from the Bills gets to Mac Jones. So just looking back at a little bit of history here from the season, Trent. New England did get a win over Buffalo this season. But Buffalo did also beat New England recently. So oh. looking at it now, I feel like New England caught that win at a rough time for Buffalo. Buffalo's rolling right now. And it was 50-mile-an-hour winds and yeah. snowing. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there were a few, few other factors. I yeah. think this weekend's weather is supposed to be pretty decent. So – Buffalo all day. Um, yeah, I'm gonna continue that. Buffalo was my uh, Super Bowl AFC representative, and I I don't know if I'd stick to them still being the representative, but they're definitely gonna win this game. Yeah, I would say that, that that's where I'm at with that. It just you know rookie quarterback on the road in the in the playoffs. It, it at least Allen. I did he can't remember if he beat the Houston or lost. Either way, at least he's got the experience underneath his belt. It seems like he's got a more solid team offensively around him. Well, I guess and defense. I'll, I'll be honest; I haven't watched a lot of Buffalo, but I just I I feel more confident if it's Josh Allen versus Mac Jones. It's going to be Josh Allen. Mm. So Sunday night, there is a chance for snow showers in Buffalo. Game Saturday. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's gonna Saturday be- night. That storm is moving in sooner than I predicted. Yeah. And <laughs> chance of snow. <laughs> I'm predicting the weather. I can't be wrong. Come on. <laughs> Go ahead, Clark. <laughs> After me and Bryant have the healthy lead here, we're going to roll into Sunday. I have a quick question for you here, though, mm-hmm. before we move on. Um, this happened to the Vikings back in 2017 when, when they were going to the NFC Championship and um, Pat Sherber, their offensive coordinator, was doing interviews for head coaching positions, which he ended up getting the Giants head coach position. Yeah. Um, Buffalo having the same situation with their OC taking interviews this week. Um, do you think that kind of gets in the way of doing what you're supposed to be doing and more, more worrying about the moment with your current team instead of the future? Because that's when the Vikings completely laid an egg against uh, um, the Eagles. See, I, I would never assume it would. Now, like what I've heard, just because of rumors, because of the whole like Chargers, Raiders, and their tying, like Andy Reid just decided last, uh, I guess, what game was that? Or Sunday? He decided all day Sunday, since they already figured they're going to play the Pittsburgh, that they started game planning even as early as Sunday. Now, maybe I guess if they, you know, if they weren't thinking that far ahead, maybe it would. I, I guess I, I'd never get, like you said, even if you're interviewing, it's like you still have your current job until you either suck enough and lose in this first round or, you, you know, you, you keep moving on. I guess I don't see how I don't see how it would. But like, like you said, it just you start thinking about the future, I guess. May, maybe you would. I, I don't think it would be enough. But Belichick, I mean, any advantage he's going to have, you know, that little bit can do it. To yeah. me, there's enough assistance in the NFL that mm-hmm. if, like, an OC or a defensive <clears throat> coordinator are looking for different jobs, I mean, that to me isn't a huge deal. 
Now, if you're talking about like head coaches and like there's a premier job that they're trying to offer them a shit ton of money to go for, like that's a big deal to me. But as far as like offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators, that's what head coaches are for. I mean, they should be able to fill in and also get help from the other assistants. So I, I don't know. I, I think there might be some, but not a huge, big enough thing to swing a game. I need to correct the years, 2018. But yeah, that's when the Vikings went and scored on their very first possession and then ended up losing 7-38. to To me, it's just batter up, next one in. Let's go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that year was the year that we went to the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. And I wanted the Vikings to get to the Super Bowl so bad because we were going to be in Phoenix for the golf tournament, for the Super Bowl, and then it didn't happen. Would you have gone if, if they would have been playing in the Super Bowl and you were already down there? Gone to the Super Bowl or gone yeah. to Phoenix? Yeah, like spend $1,000, go to the Super Bowl? No. Super Bowl's in Minnesota that year. Yeah, I was in Minnesota. Oh. But we were in Phoenix for the golf tournament because it's always that weekend, that that Sunday is always on Super Trent Bowl Sunday. Trent was well prepared to sit outside the David Busters on the patio and watch that game all night. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I was we we all three were hurting by Sunday. I don't know how much drinking would have went on. You gotta let the good times roll, Trent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So the next game is Sunday. Eagles and Bucks. The Eagles are a nine-point underdog. Uh, that is noon on Fox. Uh, we're going to start with uh, number one seed, this one? or Yeah, it really doesn't matter. I mean, do we need to go into this one more than Tom Brady in the playoffs right now? Right. I, I mean, right. yeah. be, best of luck to the, the Eagles, and, and maybe they'll make a game of it, but until I see Tom Brady not make a championship game or the Super Bowl, just it, it's just a cakewalk at that point. Yep, the fix is on with this one. Uh, Tom Brady's in, and he's going to win this one. So the Eagles just got their freaking socks rocked by the Cowboys last weekend. You can't bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, yeah I, probably the bigger one. Do do the Bucks cover nine in this one, or <laughs> do, do the Eagles keep it close? Bucks will cover. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I'm feeling too. <laughs> so we are all in agreement on that one. Bucks win. Mm-hmm. Next game, <clears throat> Dallas and San Francisco. Dallas is a three-point favorite. That game is on CBS at 3.30. Um, who wants to go first? Are we go still ahead. going with number one seed there, Mr. Big Head Bryant? Oh, I was, I was going to have you go. Well, I guess it's going to tie break either way. Yeah, I mean, I went I went with Dallas. I guess I've kind of kept up with Dak, Dak Prescott. He'd be just being on fantasy I mean, he can put up the points. It seems like their defense is at least, you know, holding teams at bay a- enough. I really haven't kept up with San Fran this much. Are they more a defensive team, or does, is Jimmy G actually contributing a lot? I- I'm not sure. Two words for you, George Kittle. Oh, my God. George Kittle? <laughs> uh, he, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> I just feel like that San Fran team is a little scrappier all over. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're maybe a more complete team than Dallas. I feel like Dallas has a few, you know, big time stars in a few key spots, but which, uh, which Bosa is on San Fran? Nah, 
that Nick. Yeah. The healthy yep. one. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> True. The one that's playing in the postseason. Yep. Yeah. True. <clears throat> so, I mean, the Niners have – they haven't been outstanding on offense. I mean, the biggest score total from what I can see was 40 points against the Lions in week one. Um, you know, they're consistently in the 30s, but their defense is pretty stout. They held the Bengals to 23 uh, about five weeks ago. They beat the Titans who are, you know, reeling and limping their way into the playoffs. <laughs> but they did just beat the Rams last week. So I've got for me, I've got two things here with Dallas. Mike McCarthy's going to Gallagher some more watermelons to get the team going. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kellen Moore is looking for a head coaching position. He's just going to rock the offense. So Dallas. Well, this brings us back to your question for the new England Buffalo game. Then this Kellen is- Moore looking for a job. I, I think it's I don't think it's gonna affect him. He's uh he's got it. Okay. Plus, like I said, the watermelons, man. That's gonna make oh, the watermelons. Here's it the thing. all I comes down to the watermelons. I don't think Mike McCarthy can run an offense without Kellen Moore. So if Kellen Moore's you know a little distracted, I don't think they have much of a chance. Yeah. All, all comes down to the watermelons. Are we talking Katy Perry again, or what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> got melons on the mind. And I am the tiebreaker here again. Dallas. You are. They're going to want to see Jerry Jones in that nice stadium on TV at least another week, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) The gentleman, no, it's not gentleman's Jack. What does he drink? Uh, uh, The blue label. Johnny Johnny Walker. Walker. Johnny Walker blue. Thank you. God damn it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, the next game, I'll let one of the, the homers take that. Uh, Ryan, Clark, go for it. it. Okay. Oh. Uh, oh, you Clark, you, you go. You go, Clark. I'm giving you honors, good sir. Okay, fine. So I'm just going to go so the audience is having to hear five more minutes of us going, no, you go, no, you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be Big Ben's final game. You know, rest in peace, Ben. I, I, I mean – I just don't think he's going to have enough. The defense is going to be the the honestly both defenses. If the Chiefs can defense can just do what they're supposed to, we're, we're going to be just fine. But if that Steelers defense comes out, I mean T.J. Watt, if he can wreck havoc versus, we don't have a makeshift line, but we definitely don't have a top line way better than last year. It's just, I, I think I think it's not going to be. I think we're going to be able to get far enough ahead where you know, Pittsburgh is going to have to rely on big Ben making those plays. And I just don't see it happening. Um, obviously Kansas City's is my super bowl pick. They're going to win for sure. So why would I choose anyone other than the chiefs win in this one? So I'm, I'm curious. I think TJ Watt usually works off the left side. Is that correct? I think so. I'm not so he's going to be facing off against Trey Smith, rookie right guard. Mm-hmm. Who's had a phenomenal year. Him and Creed Humphrey mm-hmm. have been amazing on that Chiefs offensive line. So I'm really curious to see how that matchup goes. Um, I'm kind of curious to see if Pittsburgh gets creative in their blitz packages, you know, bring some twists and different actions like that to maybe, you know, mess up that line a little bit. But I I think the Chiefs line can get the job done. I'm I'm just concerned about, you know, the Chiefs' skill positions, if Kelsey is going to be healthy, if Tyreek's going to be able to, you know, run more than a few routes a game. Mm -hmm. So – 
those are my big concerns, but I'm still taking those Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking. I don't see any questionable. I don't see any injuries on either line. So, I, well, I guess Pittsburgh line, but like the Chiefs line, it looks like everything's good. I mean, I think Brown and like you said, Smith's been a surprise this year. I think we'll be able to hold off. But yeah, if they, if they can get creative and create enough pressure, Mahomes has to, you know, kind of, you know, get running. He hasn't been as good when he is when he's kind of a uh, pressured as he has been in the past. And and really, I've seen a lot of uh, teams that have kind of just been, you know. The, using just their front four to create enough pressure, and then they just sit everyone back. They'd rather have seven in coverage, and if you get pressure on Mahomes, great. If not, they they know he's going to be able to find the the hole in the zone or <clears throat> or put the pass wherever it needs to be. So they're just going to put as many men back there and defend it. So I think the dilemma for the Pittsburgh Steelers will be stopping that vaunted Kansas City offense. I mean, I I know I brought up the question in the last podcast if they're rested enough. I think the Chiefs turn it on. I, I mean, I just think that Kelsey and Hill with Mahomes are just going to light it up. So, yeah. if the Pittsburgh Steelers win, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be I a long shot next week if that happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to go. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Um, I want to go through the Pitts, the Steelers' last eight games. The last two games, they had the Ravens and the Browns that they beat. Both teams. Um, the Ravens without their star quarterback, the Browns with their quarterback just being torn apart right now. He's going to be having surgery. Um, got killed by the Chiefs prior to that. They beat the Titans, who um, without Derrick Henry, they're they're kind of a beaten up team too. Yep. Lost the Vikings, who obviously stink. Um, beat the Ravens by one again, a beaten up team. Um, and they got killed by the Bengals <clears throat> and lost to the Chargers. This isn't a good team. They've they've played a schedule full of beating up people, beating up teams, and the teams that they've beat ha- or teams that they've gotten killed by are, are the real teams. Um, it's not going to even be close. Chiefs Chiefs are just going to kill them. Yep. I also have the Chiefs. Oh, no. So it's unanimous. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, the Steelers winning is just a dream. Yeah, it's just there you go. Some somebody check the odds. I think they just went went the other way. Clark or Clark Joey, uh, do I get a guess on your uh, song titles? Yes, please. Danelli. It is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did, did anyone pick out my first one of the night? Yeah, that was my favorite country. one. We when Bryant didn't answer, what are you drinking? I said he's drinking that pimp juice. I oh, did. Yeah, God. I heard that. I didn't nice. say anything, but. When you said just a dream, I knew it was good, good work. <laughs> that was <laughs> and, fun. <laughs> and the final game uh, for the weekend is a Monday night game. First time they're going to do a Monday night playoff game. So that's kind of cool. It's mm-hmm. uh, the Cardinals and the Rams. The Rams are a four and a half point favorite. That game is on ESPN at 715 mm-hmm. Monday night. Um, this game has a couple of our Super Bowl pick in it. Yep. I just want to tell everyone, ride with me and pick the Rams because they're going to blow out the Cardinals. They're going to be number one and we're going to be shaking our tail feather all the way to the Super Bowl. (laughs) The Rams used to be St. Louis, which is Nell's territory. You could find me in St. Lou way, rubber dum dang and rain all day. I mean, Joey, you know that in this matchup, the Cardinals are the only ones that do have tail feathers, right? 
I do. You're All right. of a sudden. <laughs> and they also flap their wings. Yeah. And, yeah. I just well, changed my pick. No. The Rams. <laughs> <laughs> we got that country grammar with that St. Louis tie. So. so, yep. I also have the Rams. They are my Super Bowl pick NFC. Yep. I, I, I hate to say this over and over, but I'm going to go with the Rams also. Yeah. <laughs> you just over had to get Tim song in there. Nice. <laughs> Where are my party people at? <laughs> I know it went too far. My well, bad. I would say, I, well, it looks like me and Clark are the only ones that are going with the uh, with, with the cards. I would say, Clark, did, did you have the Rams or, or who, who's your Super Bowl pick from? Oh, I, I had them until we brought up the fact that the Rams used to be in St. Louis and no. Nelly and shit. So now I'm like, <laughs> screw this. I'm going with yeah, the, the Cardinals. Then they abandoned the Heartland. I was kind of, really? you know, 50-50 on them. They'd split over the year. The Cardinals, I think, are getting healthy again going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really yeah. sounds like you're in a big dilemma there, Clark. Uh, I am a big dilemma here, Ryan. Quite a pickle. You, you take, I take. Use that one. You drink, drink, Ryan. I use that one. I take. <laughs> dilemma is Nelly's worst song. Whoa. I don't know if I would agree with that. Yeah, well, <clears throat> it's true. All right. Well, you're wrong. All right. So now that we have all of our picks in, we let's do one bold prediction. For the whole mm-hmm. weekend, nice. I teased mine. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, Number you go one. first. While okay, we're all Joe, go. Bars. <laughs> okay, uh, Joe Burrow has 400 yards and four touchdowns in that game. 404, huh? Mm-hmm. I got mine. So you said 404 yards or 400 yards? You said 400 yards, four touchdowns. Yep. Yep. How mine. Many- how many flags go uh, Joe Burrow's way? Is it oh, four wow. as well? Is is your is your All bold prediction going to be about the refs in that game? Yeah, it'll be four hundred. <laughs> so my bold prediction is the Kansas City defense. Ben Roethlisberger is not mobile anymore. He looks old out there. I think Kansas City gets up, so they're going to have to pass. I think Kansas City's defense has seven sacks on Roethlisberger on something. That's a big ass wow, number, Trent. Good for you. It is a big number. That's bold. That's how you do wow. bold predictions. You don't go for 400 yards two weeks after Burrow gets 500 yards. You go bold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my prediction here is that uh, the Raiders are going to beat the Bengals on a game winning field goal. Daniel Carlson, ice in his veins. Not when he kicked for Minnesota. No. <laughs> they gave the guy like one game to kick, and they're like, oh, you missed a field goal. You're out. He's been fucking nails ever since. Uh, I think yeah, that guy he's, is he's, living on spite right now. Yeah, he is solid. Um, I'm going to go kind of along the lines of Joey here, but this is with Mahomes. Um, I, I don't think Pittsburgh's defense is that good. I'm going to go with Mahomes 404 also. I like it. I, I like that now we've established what the what what the bold prediction four four hundred is the level here. So um well shit, I have kind of been going back and forth and trying to look for one that's my team. I, I mean I'm trying to think of a team that's gonna, you know, ball out and you know, same thing, Burrow four hundred Mahomes. Um you know, and how how about a Tampa Bay uh breaks fifty points? How how about that? I, I mean 
I, I think Tom Brady. He, he's just going to. Who, who did they? Uh, who did they just play this last weekend? Oh, that's. Hold on. I have it up. Uh, give me a second. Yeah, yeah they just. Uh, they they just played the Panthers. The Panthers. 40, 40, yeah. 41-17. I don't know. Let, let's just say the the offense continues. They they break fifty points. Let, let's just. Uh, <laughs> Let's be very many, bold with it. How many times have they broken fifty this season? Uh that I, I guess we could look it up in real time, which is very good content for people that are listening to the podcast. <laughs> don't don't talk them out of this, Clark. No, I'm going to because they haven't broke fifty once this season. Hey, They've been that. in the 40s a few times. One touchdown over two 50. times. Their closest Three. was against the Falcons when they put up you know 48. Because everyone else has 404s. I'm going to change it over 40 points. Sorry. 50, you're great. 50 burgers too crazy. 40, yeah. at least, we've seen oh, that man. this year. You're welcome, Bryant. Thank you. You make a bold <laughs> prediction and you back off it. Come on. Uh, that was the boldest prediction. Hey, Joe Burrow, who's passed for over 400 yards two games a row, throws for 400 yards again. I mean, that's that's silly. That's just old news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trent, I, I think now you have the boldest one with Kansas City seven sacks. I went bold. Out, That's what out this of is. The... Hold on. That, that's stupid. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> out of the 544 games this NFL season, there have only been nine with seven or more sacks. All right. Let's make it 10. The, de- 10. the definition of bold. Clark and Bryant want my bold prediction to come true so well. Oh, bad. hell yeah. Absolutely. And, and I want Ryan's to as well. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely do not want Joey's to go through. No, nope. of course you don't. Yeah. Hater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a hate-filled man. I apologize. See, Joey's could still go through, but Clark's could still come true as well. They can both still hit. Boys, I want all of our bold picks to go. I, I just want everyone to have a fun time with these picks, you know? What I yeah. think they I think here's my bold prediction. They're all gonna happen. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I'll believe it whenever I see that if, uh prop ticket there, Trent. Listeners, if all five of these bold picks or bold picks happen, you have to start telling everyone to just start we listened to the craziest podcast. They called every wild stat out in this last weekend. You got to start sharing that shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They all can happen. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not... good, good work, guys. Yeah. That's what we're here for. That's, what, yeah. that's why we totally planned this ahead of time. Welcome to the heartland. There you Jesus go. on a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's transition away from football now. The boys from the Heartland will be right back. To the movie Minute. The new Here segment. comes the boom. <laughs> that started last week. So uh, I'll step out. Thank you. <laughs> hey, bring Katrina and she can help us with this. Yeah, I'll go, go get her. I'm sure she's awake at, uh, what, 11 o'clock. Go grab yourself a dart there, Trent. Yeah, I'll be back. Trent, the, the thing about the movie minute though is literally this week we're not covering covering any movies. It's yeah. all TV shows. Oh, so I we can talk why... about Letterkenny. Sure, I love Letterkenny. <laughs> On your own podcast, I... <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the first two episodes of the newest season of Letterkenny the mm-hmm. other night. So pretty good so far. I think there's only six episodes in this season, so it's kind of a short season. Hmm. Yeah. 
kind of disappointing. I, I don't know. That sure. that was one show I could never get. They don't give you enough time. They don't give jokes enough time to just breathe. I could never get into it for some reason. <laughs> that's what I think. Faster, that's Brian. what I think is so funny about it. It's Canada, man. That's the way they do it. Has anyone ever watched Trailer Park Boys besides me? Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Love Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, man. I'll definitely take the moniker of the Ricky of the group. That's fine with me. <laughs> it's all about bubbles. Yeah, bubbles. Oh, very much. Yeah, you're the one that has a cat. That's, That's true. Right. Yeah. Do you have a go kart by chance? Uh, I can. I can right. make. Oh, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who's so got your belly? I'll, I'll step out and and let you guys get on the Boba Fett. Yeah. Ryan, why don't you leave this thing? Me? Okay. Uh, or do you say Brian or Ryan? Sorry. I don't. I don't care. One of you. Go two. ahead. Go ahead. Spoiler warning. Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. We we kind of didn't do that last week, did we? We just kind of just started talking about it. I felt a little bad, like halfway through. You can't say spoiler warning after they've already been spoiled. You know. But well, no. all right. So before we get into spoilers, then why don't I just mention uh, HBO show that I've been watching so we can get that out of the way. And then if anyone wants to stop listening, they can be done after that before they get to spoilers of Boba Fett. Is that okay? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So Righteous Gemstones is a very, very funny show on HBO Max. Um, it's about a uh, family that builds up like a super church and it stars John Goodman and Danny McDonald. McBride. McBride. Thank you. And it is just hilarious. Uh, the banter between the siblings and the family and stuff is just fucking funnier and shit. If you have HBO, I highly, highly recommend the show. They just started season two. All of season one is funny. Season two, I watched, they have the first two episodes out right now. I cried laughing during the first episode. It is that fucking funny. Um, it, it's just so good. I think everyone should check it out. It is awesome. It's called Righteous Gemstones. Look it up. Absolutely. Quick bit of trivia for you. Mm-hmm. Where did John Goodman go to university? Mm. Southeast Missouri State. You are correct. He's from Louis. Really? That was a hundred percent guess. He went. Oh yeah. Well, not all right. It wasn't Southeast. It was Southwest Missouri State. SMS. Uh. Uh, which is now Missouri State. So mm-hmm. pardon me. I, I confirmed your guess a little too quick. I was thinking you said SMS instead of Southeast. But mm-hmm. I, I was He's just one- thinking of where you went. That's why I was. Spring, Springfield. Yeah. Missouri That's where I was State. going with that. Yeah. Yeah. I love John my, Goodman. Me John too. Goodman's He's one of my favorite actors. Uh, He's amazing in The Big Lebowski. Um, and then every other thing that he's in, he's amazing. And Big Lebowski is where I fell in love with him. And he's just so good in this also. He's like the dad that is super serious while the kids are just... It's Danny McBride doing his uh, humor. I don't know if anyone's watched Eastbound and Down, but it just goes off of that. It is awesome. Everyone should check that out. Going back to our to bowling talk, we were that bowling team like with John Goodman, you know. Does anybody not care about the rules? <laughs> Over the line. Awesome. Hey, we awesome. did have to pull that one time, <laughs> didn't we, Clark? Yeah. When the guy goes over the line halfway down the lane, but he's 
in the lane next to him, and he's yeah. Well, it wasn't in my lane. Like he jumped over the gutter into somebody else's lane. He's like, "Well, I didn't cross the line." <laughs> yes, you fucking did. <laughs> so, we had to John Goodman that guy. Trent had out his forty-five, waving it around. It was ridiculous. <laughs> All right, are we are we moving into the spoiler section? Yeah. Now? Yes. Sorry, everyone. The spoilers coming up. The I just righteous- want to. The righteous gemstones. It's mm-hmm. got the stamp of approval from Joey. Oh, it's I feel awesome. like I have to put that on my long list of things to watch. Yeah, if anyone is ever looking for a series to watch, especially on HBO, just hit me up. I want to. We should definitely do a TV podcast because I have so many things that I watch. Again, I'm just a lazy turd and just absorb content, especially on HBO. So, so Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett. Episode two, beware of spoilers. Anything goes from here on. <laughs> you you just want to lead it. You, you let in pretty well there. <laughs> so I know a lot of people weren't big fans of episode one. And just knowing how everything John Favreau has ever been a part of, you just know something good's coming. And I feel like mm-hmm. episode two brought it i it was i loved it it was great we had you know balances of action character development story i love that they uh, tell a story about a race of people you really don't know much about mm. in the whole star wars universe with him yep. interacting with the sand people mm-hmm. uh, it's fantastic i've, I've yep. loved it yep my favorite thing from the whole episode the wookie oh my god oh, the wookie gladiator awesome. I if I ever wanted to be a character in a TV show, it's that big ass gun, fucking gladiator shoulder pads with the like Sith looking eyes. I oh man, that thing could fuck things up. I I love that so much. So I know like Wookies are supposed to have really long lives. My my brother mentioned this. Like he had gray hairs. So like how long has that Wookie been around, and how? impressive is he going to be on the combat field i i can only assume we're going to see more of this at some point with him some sort of combat to come mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> it's going to be great and the double huts on the platform it was just yes. bowing bowing the whole time and that guy in the middle was like flexing <laughs> his butt oh that was just that was amazing it was was hilarious just to watch the people carrying the platform (laughs) it was good stuff no honestly i I think my favorite part is kind of like you know it it kind of reminded you almost of like a western and like train robberies like like red dead redemption when you're always you know Uh, the the big things you're robbing trains that that's what it reminded me of you know mm -hmm. obviously you replace a lot of normal western stuff with with star wars sci-fi but no it it was kind of interesting like you said him building relationships with uh i don't even know what what the hell the the species were called but you know showing them how to ride that like dirt bike being you know and actually taking it over big gaining their trust and like i said it it got a little slow for me honestly and like you said that's just you know it was the same thing with mando you know until they got to baby yoda and then even then some of their stories were just slow burning so it'll be interesting to see how they can keep building this up and and really how that dynamic of him thinking he runs a show now he's dealing with that mayor that they they had said had you know been sent to kill him and now 
you know, who is really the big bad at this point, if mm-hmm. it is the Huts or whoever it is. I'm I also like... Go ahead. I'm curious to learn more about the Huts because mm-hmm. watching the movies, obviously Jabba dies. And then from the animated series, I don't know if anybody watched any of those with Zero and stuff. Like the twins are different. I, I really don't know anything about them. I feel like I need to do some research here to learn more about them. The Huts are obviously a crime family from their own planet. But I think they said something about something happening on that planet. So I don't know if it's a reference back to the animated series or not. But I'm, I'm curious to see what develops there. Knowing Favreau and, and how well he's connected everything with like Marvel up to this point, I, I can almost get, guarantee that, like you said, everything with animated and all of it's going to be connected by the end of it. So I got a question. Are we in another series where there's incest going on? Like, are those twins hooking up FET style or? Well, I mean, what else are, is that race supposed to do? I don't know. I, yeah, that's that's probably true, but I just didn't know. I mean, <laughs> we got Game of Thrones, we got Taboo, we got this, we got you know others with incest going on. Like that's a big thing in Hollywood now, I guess. So cool, I guess. I mean, I didn't know Hollywood was in Arkansas, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Hut family, Hut family only. Jeez. Okay. I mean, do do they have to hook up to reproduce? I don't know. They're a fucking worm. I mean, maybe they're the Targaryens of the Star Wars. I maybe. Mean, I don't know. I like to equate everything to Game of Thrones and then Game of Thrones to the Bible. So there's a lot of <laughs> weird shit. <laughs> yeah, Ryan? for me, for me, uh, you know, I thought the train scene was excellent. I, for, I wonder how much you compare, uh, you know, this and Mando, how much money they have spent on these two series compared to other like it's the special effects are phenomenal that they use mm-hmm. that they do um i can't say i'm overly excited about having everything revolved around the sand people that's just me but this episode was definitely much better than the first episode kept my actually kept my attention and i can't yeah i'm looking forward to seeing how well it continues i'm interested to see how all this like these dream sequences and you know, he they, they put that one, like, salamander in his brain, and he got that stick and mm-hmm. came back, and now he's still having all these dream issues. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how this is all going to, you know, play at the end of it. Obviously, it's, like we said, it's a slow burn, but th- that's one thing where it's, it almost felt like two half episodes because the first half was him in real time dealing with the mayor and all that, and then immediately he's dreaming, and it's all the sand people stuff. It was very Assassin's Creed-esque to me, how he keeps going back with these dream sequences and stuff, and then they also put something in his brain to help him help lead him into the right decisions and things. So uh, I really like that aspect also. Well, looking ahead to this next week for Episode 3, anybody have any bold predictions about what's to come? I have no clue where this whole... That's what's kind of nice. And why I don't try mm-hmm. and jump into series like... There, there's so many YouTube channels where they can give all these predictions, and usually they're right. I kind of like just react to things. You, you know, now mm-hmm. we've seen a new Wookiee. You know, you know, all of a sudden it's, okay, where, where is this leading? I don't like to... I don't know. Sometimes it's just, it's just nice to, instead of overanalyze everything, just enjoy where it's going to lead you without getting anything spoiled beforehand. 
I don't I don't know Star Wars well enough to even try to predict something. So for me, I have a question that will maybe kind of get us into predicting things, but not yet, like because we don't know enough. Who do you think Fett shows down with first? The mayor or the huts? I'm gonna vote the mayor, and then the big battle sequence will be with the huts, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I well, I think the I think the mayor's the initial one. I, like mm-hmm. you said, I think that's going to be the first step because that's that's what you've seen the first two episodes as he's been dealing with conflicts with them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I bet you it escalates. I just I don't know. It's kind of just fun going for the ride at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want more of that Wookie. Me too. More of that. God just damn. put just put I... him on screen and leave him there. I wish I could set that as my like profile avatar on Disney Plus. That was dope. <laughs> What's the I mean, timeline of this compared to Mandalorian? Do you know? Well, I'm trying to think because this would be after the Sarlacc pit, which when he comes to Mando, that's well after that. So this would have to be before Mando. Okay. At least the dream sequences. Shit. Uh-huh. Oh God! Hmm. How many years apart are the are these happenings in the show? Oh no! Now you got you thinking, huh? Yeah. yeah. Do the research and get back with us. Well, mm-hmm. you would you would think that the struggle for power after Jabba's death would probably hit pretty quick. So I'm going to say it's not all that separate. Yeah, yeah. I don't imagine he was in the Sarlacc pit too long. Otherwise, he would have died. So. I yep. guess, I mean, right. what, what is that episode six then? Yep. One last point I want to point out is him learning how to use that stick uh, with the other sand person and like just going over and over how to battle with it. I mean, that was so like Rogue One. She was learning how to use lightsabers and stuff. <laughs> and then it just seems like a Star Wars theme where people are you learning the tools and learning how to battle hand-to-hand combat with the tools that they're giving uh, or given. It, it's, it's pretty damn cool to see the throwbacks like that. I'm, I'm really excited to watch him go slaughter a bunch of Jawas. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for to get his best armor back. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, Disney would be super smart to just have John Favreau take care of everything. Just okay <laughs> with everything Star Wars. Just okay, you can do the shows, any movies that we do. Go ahead and take care of it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's not go back to what we were doing prior. Well, they've, like, done, really, they've done really well with like fan fan service. Like like we talked about last week, Patton Oswalt was a part writer, and literally that improv was was the first scene. You, you know, no, nothing more than that. But it's interesting that they've been able to do that so well in these series. So has ever like for this guy to be so influential in both those universes has anybody ever looked up what this guy's worth favreau yeah oh gosh i can't imagine it's only well i say it's only because it's less than uh, several of these actors have made off of like the marvel series he's only worth a hundred million (laughs) dollars which is surprising to me like with the acclaim that he has he's been in so many good movies. movies and stuff exactly but Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel like he's undervalued at that price tag. 
I'm sure Disney yeah. will take care of him. I'm, I'm sure after this season, if it works well, they're they're gonna they're gonna keep his bank bank account pretty fat. Well, keep, I'm keep sure a hundred million could take care of anybody, but shit, I could find a way to live off of that. Yeah, I, I suppose <laughs> I could too. <laughs> I I think Joey watched a Marvel movie. I did. I finally watched Shang Chi, and it was good. I uh, really liked the fight sequences and things. The storyline was a little wonky to me but whatever uh it's not my favorite marvel movie but i thought it was a good one i know we talked about it last week on the podcast but i did finally watch it so nice well all right that is it uh do we do we lose our host i think we did all right uh well hey, let's go hey, ahead and... just just uh getting back from walking the dog there he is <laughs> i was gonna wrap this up but then he shows up oh go please Tur- turbo went to sleep before katrina yeah probably all right. Well, Joey, wrap it up. All right. We'll go ahead and wrap this baby up. As always, give us uh, your feedback and our direct messages on Instagram and Twitter at Heartland Pulse. Look us up on Facebook and YouTube, Pulse of the Heartland. We're on all the major uh, podcast uh, platforms Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart. Look us up on, or we can get you that anchor link if you ever need it. Uh, spread the good news. Let all your friends know about us. And let us know about our bold picks and stuff. See how we do. And let us know how stupid we are. That's fine with us. We like it. And that's all I got for the week. Anyone else got anything? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Uh, an update. Trent is going to be down here in Kansas. I don't have a bias and brisket. Sorry to let you down. Uh, if you want to stay in South Dakota, I completely understand. Wow. Jeez. Wow, Clark. You, I, I could throw some ribs in the fridge though and get wow. those babies thawed out if you want to have some ribs. <laughs> well, I mean, I well, think you should. I think we are going to just absolutely gorge ourselves on burritos on Saturday. So, oh yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't plan too much for food. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I like it. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening, and we will wrap this baby up. Uh, talk to you guys next week sometime. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody.